Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wolfpack Ninja Podcast, Episode 4. Brent Stephenson, The Legend. Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. Well, we're back. And before we get into the show, guys, I'm sure maybe you saw on NBC our very own Ian Dory just dominating, like doing really well. It was really cool to see. Ian, you were on Team USA. What a privilege. Team USA. All right. Yeah, what an honor. But man, you know, it was it tough? You got to the end again and, and you didn't make it past the flying bars. What was going on? I'm not going to lie. I was a little distraught still from falling on the normal show. Yeah. And I was really excited to be part of Team USA, but part of me was just... I had worked so hard and I, I fell. I just wanted it to be done. I wanted to win for Team USA, obviously, but right. my 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 full heart was definitely not on the field that night. And this was filmed like just a night after the the main event. Is that right? Yeah, it was the next evening. So we went, slept for a little while, and then went back to the course. Oh, so, God, a little cool. bit bittersweet. <laughs> well, look, you were part of a team that brought it back to the USA, so... High five. All right. (laughs) Yeah, good job. I mean, we had you, we had Isaac on there. So it was really cool to see representation from our training group just dominate out there and be so, you know, heavily represented out on Team USA. It was an honor, eh? Yeah, it was definitely awesome. I mean, training with the Wolfpack allowed me to, to be in shape for that. But all the competitors were extremely talented and to come out on top was was awesome. It, what an honor. So what are you going to do ne- differently next year? I I need to work on form endurance, apparently, and actually speed. To be honest, I if you watch my run, it wasn't crazy smooth. I made a lot of mistakes, and, and that cost me you know, a percent here and a percent there. And when I got to the flying bars, I just didn't have enough in the tank to finish. And I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I think that you know you're one of the strongest guys out there. I think as a rock climber, you're stronger than Isaac. You know, Sean's pretty dang strong. But I think that from what I've noticed, you almost try too hard, you know, uh, sometimes when you could relax a little bit more. I mean, do you think that's a possibility? Absolutely. I think that as a climber and a boulder, I, I like to be in control. And I, when you're climbing on hard problems, it's normally giving it your all 
in that go. And yeah, I think backing off, you know, 10 or 15% is something I'll need to work on in order to complete the course. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's awesome to see how hard you try, dude. Uh, maybe we should get into the show. Yeah, let's do it. Wolves, we have an amazing guest. I'm super excited. Guess who we have on the show today? Who? Brent Stephenson. Oh, nice. Oh, sick, man. Well, it's going to be a good one. I like Brent. Yeah, you've competed with Brent, and uh, you kind of took the trophy away from him. He was the guy who went the furthest, and and then for a little while there, you were the guy who went the furthest. We were two first place losers, I guess you could say. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little sad. Well, I mean, you're not a champion unless you complete all four stages, right? Yeah, that's true. He went first in season four, and then I beat his record in season five. Brent's a really cool guy, and I've always known that, but talking with him, doing the interview, it was really cool to get his point of view on a lot of things, and he's like a super chill guy you know he he's really relaxed he does these extreme extreme sports and he does extreme obstacle running he does all the stuff but then he's a really chill really chilled out guy so i had an opportunity to talk to evan dollard about brent stephenson and later on we'll hear from evan again about his thoughts on team ninja and so let's take a listen about what evan had to say so today we have a special guest in addition to our special guest, we've got Evan Dollard here. He's another member of the, the team that's racing tonight. Evan, it's great to have you here. We're going to talk Team Ninja Warrior. Yeah, Team Ninja Warrior. Team Alpha. Yes, you, you guys are the Alpha team. We are. We are the Alpha team. It's, a, it's an audacious name for a team. I'm not going to lie to you. We have high expectations, and, and that's, <laughs> gonna, that's exciting. It's going to be on uh, tonight. Tell us a little bit about your team, and in particular, Brent Stephenson, who we have on just in a little bit. Uh, you know what? I was uh, Brent's, the, Brent's the captain, and obviously he chose Casey, and they were like, who else do we want on their team? I was really privileged and flattered that they chose me to be on their team because I love Brent to death. Like He and I have been friends since season two of American Ninja Warrior, and of course, Casey, like her, her athleticism and her performance on the show speaks for itself. Oh, yeah. So to be amongst these two and part of their team was a true privilege. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what What do you think about Brent as a person? It sounds like you've known him for quite a while. I have, yeah. He's he knows what he wants and he and he's chasing after it. And he he takes opportunities and rolls with the punches. And one thing that he never does, you know, like even going moving to San Antonio was a huge, huge risk for him where he's trying to build up this reputation in L.A. at the time of season two yeah, and doing trampoline shows and trying to get into the stunt world. And then he had this business opportunity with Elf Warrior in uh, San Antonio, and he took that risk because he wanted to, to chase after that thing. So I respect, I respect him completely, and he's, he's never lost sight of the training and the focus that he wants out of his life. And he's a true inspiration in that way. He's a great guy, and wait to hear some of the things he has to say. Uh, he's, he's a very special guy, and he's a legend in our sport. He is, for sure, 100%. Okay, thanks, Evan. We'll catch up with you later in the show. Brian, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I've, I've hung out with Brent over the years, and he's fun, man. He's, he's kind of a partier. A lot of people don't know. He likes to uh, joke around, and, man, when you're hanging out with him, it's all smiles and laughing he loves food. We've I've been out to eat with him a bunch, and he's he's fun, man. He he knows a lot too about Ninja Warrior. He's been around a while. 
Yeah, remember that time in Kansas City uh, after finals, and we were all just oh, hanging yeah. out. We had a lot of fun. We were we went to that barbecue joint, and uh, we were playing video games, and we we're uh, we we're doing a punching bag, if I remember right. Oh yeah, <laughs> who got the top score on that? I forget. <clears throat> I think it's Isaac, wasn't it? No, dude. Was that you? Yeah, Isaac hurt his wrist on it, but I <laughs> emerged champion. I, I punched my way to victory. It yeah, was... I remember Isaac was all tweaked before the last season. Well, the season that he won, it was like wrist injury, neck injury, thumb injury. It was like all these things. Brent, he's he has some really interesting things to to say about a bunch of various Ninja Warrior topics. I, I can't wait to get him going here. But he is really focused on staying healthy, on doing the right things in terms of nutrition, diet and exercise. And he is really, really focused as well. He loves the community. You know, just a great guy. Oh, no. I just think that he does have, like, a certain positivity to him that's really nice to be around. Going back to, like, his chill demeanor in the competition. I mean, he's obviously competing and a fierce competitor, but you feel a little more at ease when you're around him, which is really nice. Anyway, yeah, we should totally get to his interview. Psyched. Let's check him out. So today we have the one and the only, the legend, Brent Stephenson. This guy is the guy who paved the path for these ninjas to get this thing done. He was the guy who on ANW4 was the only guy to make it to stage three, the first American to finish the American cliffhanger. But you've competed in Japan also, right, Brent? Yeah, you know, I competed in Japan twice. So my first season was ANW2, and then I made it to finals uh, also ANW3. So lucky enough to go uh, compete at the Origin in Japan, which is really exciting. Got to meet all my heroes from TV, you know. So it was, it was really cool. You know, how do you do that? How do you have that dream? I want to be on that show in Japan, and then you make it happen. You know, there's not many people who do that, and I think a lot of people are curious how you can make your dreams come true. And you're you're particularly good at it. Well, thank you. You know, I mean. The thing is, is we can definitely all do it. You know, you just got to want it more than anything and, and just trust that things are going to work out. You know, I had no clue when it was when I saw it on in Japan, like how I was going to possibly get on that show. But my des- my desire was there and I just kept following my passions and it kind of just crossed my path again. And, and uh, I was ready for it. And so I grabbed it. Well, now you're one of the main players. You're one of the main guys. You just did Team Ninja. I did Team Ninja, and I know that yeah. I loved it. It was so much fun. What was your experience like on Team Ninja Warrior? Dude, I think Team Ninja Warrior was just, it took it to a whole nother level. You know, it was awesome that, that we all got to come together and team up, but it just cranked up the intensity like crazy, you know, because uh, a lot of people are, are really taking their time in between obstacles, sizing things up, you know, shaking it out. But with yeah. this, it was like people are like just clawing fingernails in the carpet to get you know stay ahead or get try to get that lead back so it really just it changed the game quite a bit that was cool so you think people are gonna like it oh yeah man it was i would have to say it was definitely my favorite ninja event that i've ever uh been to for sure mine too dude i hope the concept grows and it's gonna be really exciting absolutely i think this is like really where the focus of the sport's gonna go to because everybody loves teams you know and they all get to see their, their favorite ninjas go head-to-head. So I, I think it's just way more exciting. And because of your varied background, it seems like you were able to kind of take those pure elements from those different sports and, and just apply them and do so well. I mean, making you one of the top guys. You know, that's the thing about obstacles is it's such a diverse sport. You know, you can't really 
everybody kind of had gotten into this through their specialty, but as soon as they found out, you know, what it really was, everybody kind of really started branching out, training in, in all the different ways they possibly could. Because you can almost relate any type of training and apply that to Ninja Warrior and, and making it making you a better athlete for the course, you know, whether it's, you know, like biking. I've been doing a lot of biking lately and a lot of people are like, you know, oh, wow, you're really taking some time off. And I'm like, well, you know, it's cranked up my my cardio and my endurance like crazy. So, I mean, and, you know, there's the the balance and the timing and all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's one thing I love about obstacles is is you got to be pretty well-rounded. It's so true. So it's been cool. It's been a lot of fun, like I said. So the Isaac and Jeff thing. Isaac and Jeff on their Instagram pages both have the title First American Ninja Warrior. It's not an easy subject to talk about, but what do you think about that? It's it's a, a crazy situation. The rules have always been very clear that the, the winner of the competition and the person crowned the First American Ninja Warrior will be the fastest time to the top of the rope. And if there's a tie, it goes to the fastest time on stage one. And if there's a tie there, it goes to the fastest stage on time on stage two. So the rules have always been very clear. Right. I, I would also throw out there that um, I believe there was a coin toss that night to see who went first. You know, there's a lot of confusion about that. Um, Isaac told me that it was uh, it was because he did stage three faster that okay. he got to go second. I thought for a while that it that it was his choice. Uh -huh. um, but it sounds like, uh, you know, from the horse's mouth that it was b based on their speeds. Okay. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, well, you know, the rules are the rules, but I think he should have been able to choose whether he went first or second if he had the fastest time. But, you know, it, it was what it was. And Jeff, for whatever reason, got the opportunity to go first. Wow, he smoked up that rope, and I, I don't know how he pulled it out, you know, with how so pumped amazing. he was on stage three, you know. But those guys are both just amazing, strong athletes, and uh, it was tragic, you know, that there can't be two winners. And I do got to give it to Jeff that he is is the only one to ever have a, a perfect season, and that's huge right there. That's so true. Uh, Isaac did qualify and earn his way to finals, and so he deserved there to be there just as much as uh, anybody else. And, you know, I, I do crown Isaac the first American Ninja Warrior, but I give Jeff crazy props. I hope that he's made the best of this opportunity because it's it's been really interesting. I noticed the fans have really uh, gotten behind Jeff on this one, and there's been, like, you know, fundraisers for him to give him, you know, the the prize that they think he deserves and stuff like that. So the fans have really gotten behind Jeff. It's kind of a shame in a way that it's taken it away from, from Isaac a little bit. But, you know, it's it's all part of the sport, and Isaac's earned it, so I hope he, he knows that. I hope Jeff knows that he's also, you know, one crazy athlete that has done something that nobody else has, and, and nobody can take that away from him. That's an amazing answer, and all I can say is I totally agree, <laughs> totally agree with you. Right. Um, so moving on. You know, you're a top ninja. You're one of the best, most agile guys out there. I mean, you do these dive rolls, these flips, just on the cue right away. Diet and exercise are obviously huge and important to to your training. Tell us a little bit about your diet and, and your exercise. You know, yeah, diet and exercise definitely go hand in hand if you're really trying to push your body to, to be everything it can be and do everything it can do. And my strength training is... Uh, Basically, just body weight circuit training is what I call it, functional body weight circuit training. Just 
basic body weight exercises done in, in circuits at high intensity. So you're cranking it up as high as you can and then trying to recover as fast as possible for the next next circuit or the next exercise. And I think that kind of mimics what we're doing on the course. You're blasting through one obstacle that requires certain muscle groups and then you have this little period in between the next obstacle to recover before you're using a kind of a different muscle group. So, And it just keeps me light and lean. And I'm not against weights as far as diet goes. You know, I try to keep it just as clean and natural as possible for the most part. Huge on veggies and, and fruits and vegetables. And I do eat some fish and, and stuff like that. Actually, I, I was pescatarian for like 10 years. And then the last three years, I decided to kind of venture off and, and see if putting uh, other types of meats in my diet really made a difference. And I didn't really feel any beneficial side effects, and, and I'm definitely moving back toward pescatarianism. So, But saying that, you know, I definitely have my, my cheat nights because you got to enjoy life, you know. So you work hard, and uh, you got to take a break every once in a while and enjoy the, the sweet things in life. So, you know, I definitely do that from time to time. But, you know, as long as you're doing, doing what you should be doing most of the time, you can get away with a little cheating here and there. That also is a great answer, and I think a lot of people can take that to heart. The sugar's a tough one. A lot of people have a sweet tooth, and it's really just making it a treat, I guess, you know, and not doing it every day all the time. Exactly. Definitely. And, and speaking of little ninjas, what advice would you have for your fans, for your kid, for the kids out there who just love you and want to be like you yeah. and you know, want to acquire your skill level? Follow your passions and then do what you love to do and if being a ninja is what you want to do, you know, start by just playing in your environment. Turn anything into an obstacle. But definitely, you know, there's lots of ninja gyms popping up. Um, you may want to get into some some parkour and free running and just really learn how to use your body efficiently. Gymnastics is an awesome background. You know, the rock climbing. So if, if you can kind of just get involved and get a taste of all those, that will give you a real good base to get started. And then once you do find that that ninja gym, uh, you can really just apply all the that training to you know the course, or you know if you have an awesome dad or, or mom even that's really handy, they might want to build you some obstacles in the backyard. So get started that way, you know. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of a lot of parents having a lot of begging kids out there, and oh yeah. So what would you want people to know about the real Brent Stephenson? What what's under the hood? You know, what can you tell people about your about you about your heart? Wow, you know, that's a good <laughs> – well, you know, the real Brent Stephenson honestly is just searching for fun. He just – that's what really like drives him. He just want, likes to have a good time and love to see other people having a good time. It's, it's all about just creating an experience and just everybody having fun together. And, and I love obviously just being very physical and, and using my body. I've always loved interacting with different environments you know, the urban environment or the, you know, the mountains and the snow and, or an obstacle course that's human made, you know? So I've just always loved just being physical and having fun. So that's really what what drives me. Well, I know the real Brent Stephenson. I've hung out with the real Brent <laughs> Stephenson and you're right on, man. He loves having fun and he's a good friend and he's a, a good guy with a good heart. Tell people what it's like to stand there getting ready to run, you know, like a, a qualifiers course. What's it like to stand there? What do you see? What do you feel? What's it like? It is intense. It, it can it can be a lot of different things. It's just where your head is at the moment. You know, it can be chaotic and, and freaky as can be if you're sitting there focusing on all the bad things that could happen and, oh, my, everybody's watching me and 
what if this happens and that happens? Or it can also be a Zen moment. You know, if you can really get in your zone and just shut everything out and just really put yourself in that moment, then it's, it is an intense calm. So, and that comes and goes and it's really all about trying to get to that Zen moment, you know, at at the starting block. It's hard. It's not easy to get there, to get into that flow. And that's, I think what we saw where we saw Jeff and, and Isaac get to. Yeah. How can people follow you on Instagram, Twitter? What are your handles? You know, definitely follow me on all the socials. Uh, my handle is just Brent Stephenson. So Stephenson is all E's and all F's. It's S-T-E-F-F-E-N-S-E-N. Okay, awesome. Brent Stephenson. And, and that's easy to find on Instagram, Twitter. Give our, our man Brent a follow. He's an unbelievable ninja. He paved the path. It's been said that we stand on the shoulders of giants. Well, Brent Stephenson is one of the giants of our sports and it's an absolute honor to have you here, man. You're too kind, man. You're too kind. It's an honor to be here with you, Noah. Brent Stephenson is such a nice guy. And, you know, it's so easy talking with him, and the interview just kind of flows. What did you all think about it? Wow, what a great interview. Brent Stephenson had so much to say. What a smooth and cool guy. I really liked his point about mental toughness. Brent, what did you think? You know, whatever you bring to the platform, a lot of times dictates how you're going to perform. So if you have a lot of expectations, and instead of being right there in the moment, you can really mess up. You know, he spoke a lot about body weight training, doing these circuits. Brian, I know you're like constantly bringing new training ideas to the Wolfpack. What did you think about what he had to say about body weight training? No, I, I totally think it's uh, it's something that I've looked into a lot, but I actually haven't done a lot of, um, like the P90X videos. And I mean, Ian, you do a lot of yoga. What do you think? I, I think yoga is an incredible addition to your athletic performance. It's flexibility. It's endurance. There's there's a quote in yoga that when you're in a position, when it starts to hurt, that's when you finally enter into the position. So. Yeah, Megan. <laughs> in reality, we all do body weight training every day because climbing is exactly that. That's when I go yeah. home and I'm like, oh, I don't need to do abs today because I just climbed for like three hours and I was like doing abs the whole entire time. I mean, I prefer body weight training more so than actual weight training because usually it's more fun and less likely to get hurt that way. And have you guys noticed the trend that a lot of the ninjas have started incorporating climbing into their normal training routines. I mean, I think we've heard a bunch of them say, oh, I go climbing, I do this. And, and climbing really wasn't a big part of the show or wasn't a big part of the action until the climbers started coming onto the show and doing really well on the show. Yeah, it's mostly the parkour athletes. And it's it's understandable because, you know, in the beginning, there was a lot of park, there's a lot of parkour style obstacles. And then as you go further, you, you have to have those climbing skills to complete the third stage. It doesn't surprise me because you need you need both in order to perform well, and it's interesting to watch. People are th- you know when it first starts off, everyone's like, "Oh, you got to have the parkour because that's you do you do need that." Um, then as it progressed, and everyone seemed to hit a wall um, where they needed the skills to do climbing, the climbers stepped up their parkour game so they can make it to the the third stage. So it's just kind of back and forth, and it's going to be interesting to see as the show progresses. Are they going to make it more parkour heavy? Are they going to make it more climbing heavy? And they still might even bring in like, who knows? It seems like they're going to change it up. Yeah. 
Well, and Brent made a good point, again, with the fact that he's been biking. Like, you might as well just keep switching up your workouts because anything that you do differently can just better prepare you for the course. Definitely. I think sport climbing is exactly like Ninja Warrior. You're going up the wall where you're climbing, and there's going to be points of where you rest. So it's like a, a, a tough section to a break. Tough section to a break. And that's exactly like Ninja Warrior. Tell people what sport climbing is. Sport climbing, for everyone that doesn't know, is... Climbing up tall cliffs with placed gear as you go. So there's bolts in the wall and carabiners clipped to them. And so as you go, you clip into those carabiners so you're safe. Takes a lot more endurance than just normal bouldering that people do in the gym over mats. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that for people that don't know the difference between bouldering and route climbing, and they're just starting to, you know, they're they're ninjas and they want to start getting better... They really need to realize that they need both in order to um, really progress. Well, I think Brent is just a guy out there searching for fun. He happened to be the champion for a year. And in a lot of ways, to a lot of the ninjas, he still is that champion. And all, all the ninjas look up to him for sure. And uh, I, I had a lot of fun interviewing him. Yeah, he's definitely one of the pioneers of the show for sure. And I think... A lot of the ninjas and a lot of people have a lot of respect for his success on the show. Yeah, I I really believe that if Brent wasn't on season four, we might actually not be seeing Ninja Warrior today on TV because Hmm. it's a TV show and they need people to perform and the show needs to be entertaining. For you guys that didn't see season four, everyone failed on stage two except Brent. And no one wants to watch a show where... You know, no one's going anywhere, and Brent was able to pull it out and show show the audience at home stage three. And you know, I give Brent a lot of credit. That took a lot of mental toughness. It certainly did take mental toughness. And I'll tell you what else takes mental toughness is Team Ninja Warrior. And you guys have to hear what Evan Dollard, the Rocket, had to say about Team Ninja. Let's check it out. Tell us a little bit about your experience with Team Ninja Warrior. Team Ninja Warrior was incredible, absolutely incredible. It changes the game completely. I love the head-to-head aspect. It falls in line with the, the YouTube series that I've done for the last couple of years, Ninja Quickie. Oh, yeah. Where I'm, I'm very familiar and comfortable doing the fast, short courses, you know, not taking a breath or, like, stretching out your hands or trying to, trying to get that lactic acid out of your forearms before tackling the next obstacle. You're right. just fast and furious the whole way, and you got another guy breathing down your neck, or you're chasing after him. And it is the most insane and most fun Ninja Warrior course i've ever been a part of wow you think it has it's going places it's going to have a bigger venue i do i love it because it it brings in this athletic side to it where it's not just you versus the course it's teams and it's again it's head-to-head where now it's more of a sport than an event if if that makes any sense sure does yeah so i'd love to see this develop as a sport where people could have not only the the you know the teams of three but what if and who knows what direction it'll end up going but what if you could have a hometown team that people were, were always cheering for? So it's not just the, the athletes on that team, but it's like, you know, what, I'm from Chicago. We're from Chicago. The Chicago Bulls. What if it was the Bulls, right? What if it was the Bulls? The Chicago Ninjas. For a number of years, you get to, to cheer for Michael Jordan, but now you're cheering for Derrick Rose, you know, like, but you're always a Bulls fan. Right. That's where I would love to see this go. Oh, that is so cool. Evan, thanks so much for being here. People can check out Ninja Quickie, which is your own little Team Ninja version on your YouTube channel. What's that? It is uh, YouTube.com slash Evan Dollard. 
okay, and there's like over 50 of these amazing episodes with a lot of the top ninjas, and you're racing them. Yeah, race Brent, Casey, Drew Dreschel, Flip Rodriguez. Goodness, who else? James McGrath. Oh, my God, everybody. Joe Morofsky, yeah. Okay, well, we're definitely going to put the link in our show notes, so be, be sure to check those out. Evan, it's so great to have you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. All right, well, let's, uh, let's go into our tips. Noah? Last episode, we talked about cutting out dairy and meat, and I'd like to add to that by suggesting that you increase vegetables. Now, I know nobody really loves vegetables except for a few of us, but there are a lot of great ways to put vegetables into your diet that are delicious. For example, did you know that when you make a smoothie with real fruit and you add spinach, you can't even taste the spinach? It's a great way to add a hidden vegetable, and I add spinach to every smoothie I make. You really need to try this. Sure, it makes the smoothie a little green, but you can't even taste it, and it's delicious. For athletes, competitions are like our stage, so it's understandable to want to look your best. When it comes to hair, it's important to have a cute look that is also functional. I think that it is always safe to go with a braid of sorts. Whether it's a French braid, fishtail braid, or pigtail braids, your hair is neatly out of your way so you can focus on the task at hand while looking fab. When I hear people say, no pain, no gain, I'm like, it's not true. You don't have to kill yourself every day to make great results. In fact, if you have pain, you might need a rest day. Push yourself. Don't break yourself. Don't let your ego get you injured. If it's a high gravity day, back off and go for mileage. Everyone has an off day, and letting go of your ego and having fun is important. It's okay if you're not performing at 100% every workout. Use those times to go back to the basics. It never hurts to practice the fundamentals. When I have a bad day, I list 10 reasons that I'm grateful, and it changes my mood almost immediately. You should try it. Okay, guys, I've been asked a hundred times, what is the most important thing to train for on a Ninja Warrior course? Well, the answer depends on the person. Ninja Warrior is a course designed to find weaknesses. So, if you're good at everything except the quintuple steps, then you will never get to touch the rest of the course. Good climbers that have never done parkour need to incorporate some parkour training in their routine. Experienced parkour athletes need to incorporate climbing into their training. And if you are good at both, then how good is your cardio? If you guys have any questions you guys want answered, please submit them via our social media on Twitter or on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks, guys. All right, as usual, post your questions, comments, whatever you have, advice, thoughts, anything on social media. We will answer your questions. We are going to try and make changes to the show. If there's anything you want to hear, more advice, more tips, let us know. So that wraps up another episode of Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you haven't already, check out Team Ninja Warrior. It's one of the best shows on TV. It's unbelievable. You need to see it. So guys, who do we have uh, next week? Who's on the list? Show me. Show me. No way. No way. Oh my God. Y'all are going to love this. Our guest next week is... Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips.
Has anybody ever told you you got a you got a radio voice? <laughs> yes, dude. No, thank you, man. I appreciate You're that. You're a pro, dude. Yeah, man. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.